This is the White on Rice Podcast. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the White on Rice Podcast. I'm Yvang. I'm David Cram. And I'm here this week. Last week, I wasn't. You weren't. I was. You were alone. You were flying solo. I was flying solo. Uh, so far, the reviews are best week ever. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I heard that it was the most listened to. It beat Joe Rogan. This week, however, we actually have something really special because we're we in a new setting. We're outside. Yeah. Actually, and you know what I was thinking? This is our first mobile podcast. That's true. This is our first that's time because we've been always in the... Usually, we always have everybody come to us yeah. and they bring us things to eat and drink. Yeah. This time, we came to our guest. Yes. I mean, you're all of our guests are special, but obviously... You're more special. You're more special because mean? we came to you. I'm Marshall. Yeah. You're Marshall. Oh, oh we have, we're supposed to introduce... Oh, sorry. So, we have Marshall Paulson here with us. He's been in the restaurant industry for 20 years? Uh, like 25. 25? Mm. How old am I? 40 something? You're 41. Are you 41? Labor laws. I started busting tables at 15. Yeah. Busting chaps since he was 13. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, But, anyways, we are literally outside at the um, Minnesota Farmers Union spot in the State Fair. Yeah. So. It looks like a movie set. It. Actually, kind of does. You have all of the like stuff set up. I mean, a lot of it is set up for the fair. Yeah, not, I, not everything. We see Pronto Pup over there. Yeah, but it's all we empty. We got the poncho nobody dogs. Here. We're yeah. just the, you, nobody's walking down yeah. the streets. And so, if you hear the oh. wind or if you hear some trucks going by, we're sorry. That's just the sound effects you get. Yeah, live and in person. Oh yeah. But Marshall, uh, you, you were very kind to and let us come join you. Uh, we barely got through security. Oh, it was super tight. It was totally a selfish decision. <laughs> I didn't want to move around. You don't want to move around. You're, you're like, come, <laughs> come out to the state fair. We're like, you know what? We need to take this show on the road a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, yeah. it was an easy sell, so yeah. thanks. But, it is, yeah. Um, and then I haven't cool. had to move since 9 a.m. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you've been taking interviews all day. Yep. So, yeah, he's been doing Staffing. interviews. Staffing. Hiring employees. Oh, because you're... All right, well, tell me, because you're running... You're, tell us what you're doing here at the uh, State Fair in a couple weeks. My my title, I guess, would be project manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hired by Minnesota Farmers Union to run the food and beverage operations of the whole thing, uh, which basically means everything. And there's a lot of support from Michelle and mm-hmm. you know um, other Farmers Union employees. But, um, yeah, um, basically, I mean, everything from – Making sure we got paper clips to making sure we have eighty five employees and dang eighty five. Uh, could you yeah. for our listeners, could you explain who the Minnesota Farmers Union is? MFU. Yeah. Like I like yep. MFU. MFU. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the right. way, are we allowed to swear today? Yeah, we have we have the explicit. Oh, shit. Yeah, awesome, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll hey, tell them the story. Tell them the story. <laughs> tell them the story. What story? About oh, this is such a wholesome show. Yes. Mm. Our Sounds first boring. review. Our very first podcast review, and if you're listening, thank you for whoever you were for reviewing. That really helps. Uh, but was like, this is a very family-friendly show. And we were like, oh, shit. We didn't. I don't know. That's what. Okay. Yeah. But then like our next guest dropped that's like four That's not what gets F- Joe Rogan all the ratings. <laughs> we were like, so, okay. But, but then our next guest like dropped like four <laughs> F-bombs. And I'm like, well, there goes that review. You know? Like, oh, well. <laughs> all right. So, anywho. Um. MFU. MFU. MFU, yeah. Minnesota Farmers Union has been an entity since the early 1900s, I think like 1903 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the The purpose of Farmers Union is kind of threefold. One is, um, you know, general cooperation amongst Minnesota farmers to get fair prices for the goods and 
Second is they're very involved with legislation on local and federal levels. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the other wing or the other focus of theirs is general public, general, like info, general education to the public about Minnesota farming and, you know, so to further that wing of their mission, they've had a presence at the Minnesota State Fair since 1954 uh, in this building here. Um, and then in 2003, it was converted to a coffee shop to bring more people in and mm-hmm. tell their story a little bit more. Mm-hmm. In 2017, I came up with the maple nitro maple cream cold press or, you know, the, okay. The, yeah. Cool. And I uh, got on the new fair foods list. Oh, nice. So if you're familiar with that, yeah. they only pick like a certain amount of things. Mm-hmm. Even though there's like hundreds of fair foods that are new every year, right? They the the how fair many, board. How many, how many did they pick? Like forty usually. Okay. This year was twenty six. Okay. Mm. Uh, and this is a weird year, but um, so that means that that's what goes out to like the Stephanie marches and Rick mm-hmm. Nelson mm-hmm. and gets in the newspaper yeah. and is to like Russia heavily, yeah, heavily publicized. Russia. And then you know, yeah. I gotta say, there's people that come to the fair and they literally they Just go to like go through the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like the influencer, you know. Group. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, so, so I had been working for Birchwood Cafe for a mm. long time. And before 2017, we had been supplying Minnesota Farmers Union at the fair okay. with like pastries. Yeah. Like, you know, we had eclairs and donuts and cookies and stuff like that. And then we came up with the that drink. Mm. They like quintupled their sales in 2017. Oh, wow. Dang. There was like lines all over the place. A small little shop here, and you know it was run by farmers. You know people that didn't, yeah. they weren't restaurateur. You know they didn't weren't in food and beverage. Production. So they were just yeah. overwhelmed. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. You know, and uh, so can you give seen, us a sense of scale, by the way? Because I, I mean I don't have that. I know how many people are here, but how many like drinks are you are like when you say they quintuple their sales on an average day? How many drinks are they making and are um, being bought? Well, shit, I should have brought my. Yeah, I no, have like I have like eighteen spreadsheets for yeah, this year. Yeah, um, and one of them says exactly how many coffees yeah. we sold last year and how many we predict to sell this year and all right. that. But it's in the thousands. Wow. Um, so in twenty nineteen, for example, you know we we just we almost broke five hundred thousand dollars in sales in twelve days. Whoa, which is crazy. Um, and we don't sell beer. So like the only operations out here that do more sales food food operations alcohol alcohol yeah. that aren't that right. don't serve beer mm-hmm. are like sweet martha's yep. Yep. french fries corn dairy building uh mouth trap mm. um you know we're in the top 10 so uh, wow. thousands and thousands wow of things so that's why so, you have to have 85 people working yeah well and you know in past years we've had more like 60 yeah you know and um some people don't make it, you know, yeah. it's, it, you know, a lot of people that come work out at the fair, they're like, yeah, I want to work at the fair. I love the fair. I love going to the fair. I might as well work at the fair. Yeah. And then they realize it's, you know, this is a job. Yeah. I mean, it's busy and it's hot. Super you know? hot. Yeah. And so, um, you almost overhire to mm-hmm. yeah. make Just sure count, you got yeah. enough people for the second week. <laughs> for the attrition yeah. rate. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, pretty high. you know, and I don't mean to say that like, we assume we're going to lose people. And actually this building here too is like way better to work at than a lot of the yeah. places you could work at. You know, for instance, next year I'm definitely rewriting the job description for the cook. 
because we don't talk about how cushy it is. I mean, when you cook out here, you're slicing tomatoes, slicing yeah. bread, slicing cucumbers. Because right. one of the dishes you guys do is the BLT. The BLT, yeah. Yeah, heirloom tomato and sweet corn BLT. And, um, but I think when most people think cooking at the fair, they're imagining working right there in a yeah. 120 degree little box. Yeah, over hot a fryer, fryer, yeah. And making $14 an hour. And we're totally not that. Yeah. You know, I guarantee we're paying more than anybody else mm-hmm. out here for like new hires. I mean, yeah. um, our lowest paid 14 year old employee is still making $16 an hour. Yeah. You know, and wow. we go up to 24 hourly. How, how old are your daughters? And 14 not 14 uh, yet, oh. but <laughs> 10 and 9 yeah. yeah i mean five years they'll be here for sure 100 <laughs> percent. you're like fair time out <laughs> oh i've already lined them up at so many different places <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they're gonna have a lot of jobs <laughs> and you guys you guys are located like so if you come in, in the front entrance off of snelling right is that considered the front yep that's like yeah. that's yeah. the main gate yeah the, if you come through right through the main gate you guys are literally right right there. away yeah. first building like, so yeah. right here. the fair opens at 6 a.m we <laughs> open our gates at 6 a.m we're right there, and we have coffee. You can get BLT at 6 a.m.? We do sell some right away, especially Ooh. on opening day, too, because oh, um, some people are just... I hear, yeah, I hear opening day, their people are just, like, lying. Yeah, opening six. day is a big thing, yeah. Dude, last time and I we was have, here, it was we so... Offer, we offer an egg on the BLT, too, so it is a oh. breakfast thing. Oh, okay. Yep. Now, now it's the breakfast. last time I was here, Organic was so eggs from Minnesota farmers. You know. By the way, the... I. Maybe the produce exchange now, and of mm-hmm. course, like some of the dairy places. Yeah. But we're like the only place at the state fair that has Minnesota farmer sourced food. Mm. FYI, okay. You know, what are you talking about? Restaurant Depot across the street yeah, is not right. Minnesota sourced. When I get it in the box no. and I pull it out, every other restaurant here is there's a lot of Cisco, Reinhardt, uh. U.S. Foods trucks. So, I mean, uh, where does the revenue from this go to the Minnesota Farmers Union? That's got to be a yeah. big source of like revenue for them yep. for the year. So. Yeah. If this was operating as a normal restaurant, mm-hmm. we would be way over in labor. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we pay a lot in mm-hmm. labor to make sure that we have the right people. Um, there, This isn't a goal where you're trying to meet a certain EBITDA or, like, um, you know, keeping your prime cost to 70% or blah, blah, blah. This is just, like, this is if it breaks even, it's successful because the mission mm-hmm. of it is to Exposure just be active and, yeah. and hmm. bring people in and talk about the story. So as long as you don't lose money, yeah. it's good. Granted, yes, they do make a little bit of profit. Um, and then, yeah, Minnesota Farmers Union. Um, so is it true? I've heard that Sweet Martha's is making like a couple million dollars every time. Is that true? Uh, in profit? Yeah. No, I, no, I no, 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 no not, not profit. Sales. sales, sorry. Yeah. Oh, at least. Yeah. We, like, we did 500000 Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I have no idea. I've never yeah. seen their numbers. I can only. I feel like it's it was published high. somewhere. No, yeah. I, I think start, start trip, trip was I like think they did an article mil. or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. I Which mean, is wild, mm-hmm. well, especially for those shit cookies. That's Whoa! <laughs> okay. Wait, what? I thought I pulled the microphone. Yeah. No, oh, Listen, sorry. I understand that they are, but they're still delicious. They're so uh, only the ones on top. You only need to eat two of them. Oh, well, I get them every time, and then so feed the rest of the seagulls. I mean, Whoa! by the time you, by the time you get to the bottom, okay. Oh my God, I hope Martha's not listening. Oh, she's gonna come over here and just spray paint right here. <laughs> I'm actually kidding. I have very fond memories of bringing home a bucket and totally. going there, and I do always eat a. Sweet Did you grow up in Minnesota? Yeah, same. Did Paul. you grow up coming to the fair and stuff? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting that there's a th- there's a culture in Minnesota because I, I didn't grow up here, but there's a culture that like it's not like um, 
are you going to go to the state fair? It's like, when, when are you, how many yeah, times? Yeah. It's like, yeah. when and how many times? <laughs> yes. This is the assumption yeah. is that you're going. I've never missed a year except for, you know, 2020. Um, wow. I didn't do the, the car tour thing. My okay. first time at the Minnesota State Fair was in 2014, and guess who it was with? Yeah. It was with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was totally kidding. Yeah. No. Yeah, we I'm, took a bus yeah, from, from Roseville. Yep. That little and, parking uh, right there. That was like kind of by where you guys yeah, were living at the time. Yeah, I walked around and yeah. ate food. I don't even remember what we ate, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. And then your daughters are like just running around, getting on rides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love bringing the kids out. Yeah. So I have three days off during the fair this year. And yeah, I'll be out here with the, both the kids the whole time. And your kids so. are, you, both your kids are the same age, kind of almost. Uh, I got yeah. a nine year old as of two days ago oh, and a five year old. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I have a nine and 10 year old. Sorry. Rhoda and Liesel, yeah. Cool. Um, so, Marshall. How did you get your start in food? Mm-hmm. Did you go to school or? I went to school, yes. Huh. For the French yeah. Culinary Institute in New York? No. Oh. No, no, no. University so, of Wisconsin? No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, uh, <clears throat> I was in high school. <laughs> right? And then You're I, 16, right? Yeah, yeah and sure. then I graduated high Well, okay, yeah. So I worked at Town & Country Club. I worked at Pool & Yacht Club. I worked at my friend Ted's dad's restaurant mm-hmm. called Ciotti's and Woodbury. Ciotti's. I worked at Ciotti's. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. In lacrosse. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, I and was always, you know, I started off as a busser. Then I was a server and bartender. Yeah. I keep forgetting then, you were a bartender for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I used to slay, man. Yeah. I used to cover the whole dining room. Oh, plus all the. You were telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. I could do oh, all yeah. the people at the bar plus the bar tables by myself. Whoa. And yeah, I was. Wow. Yeah, would just, you consider yourself sorry. a mixologist? No, I wasn't. It was rum, <laughs> rum and cokes and Chianti. <laughs> I feel like his Insta presence isn't high enough to be calling no. himself a mixologist. Yeah. They, they, oh, they go no, together. The most. Okay, so this was like. You had like the little lighter this was, spritzer and then. Like, no, this was uh, 19, 1999, 2000, 2001. So, oh, like the most. Yeah. Before Y2K? The most yeah. mixology I did was. This was even pre Red Bull Yeg. Whatever those things are, I don't know. Um, I was doing, you know, Scooby snacks. Like that was the most mm. complex. What Scooby thing. snacks? I don't know, some garbage, like Midori and cream or. Something. So did you just keep know. you? You just sort of like. Oh, that's so, how you started. Then you just kept going. With so it, yeah, or you just after, never stopped. After high school, uh, I didn't go to college, and I was just kind of floating around, bartending, working late, you mm-hmm. know, sleeping late, blah blah blah. I kept getting arrested all the time, mm. and. Uh, <laughs> For, and, uh, for murder? Nope. I never stole nothing. Okay. I never hurt nobody. Was just, um, That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why I was being arrested, but I never stole anything. Well, I, never no, I wasn't a bad person. I was just stupid. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. What kind of stupid things did you do? And then, like, I don't know, like... Give us a, like... A drive around Woodbury at 2 in the morning with a 1976 gold, like, Fleetwood, you know, Cadillac Fleetwood, and have weed... On me and in my mouth, okay. smoking, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Simple things. Yes. Yeah. No, I said stupid things. Yeah. It was stupid. No, I was a magnet for cops, and um, <laughs> maybe your car was. Well, the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, so anyway, I just I I was getting in trouble a lot, and yeah. up north too, and whatever. And then I reflected back on a meeting I had with a guidance counselor when I was like seventeen. And she's like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, well, what are you interested in? What kind of career? I was like, I don't know. She's like, well, uh, what do you, what do you want to, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. She's like, well, 
what do you do now? It's like, I work at restaurants. It's like, okay, you should go to Stout. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And I reflected on that conversation from three years before, and I was like, oh, I'll go to Stout. Stout oh, is one yeah. of the UW school systems yeah. that has uh, hospitality management. Yeah, and it yeah. does have the common yeah. uh, motto or whatever. Yeah. When in doubt, go to Stout. Yeah, that's you what know? everyone So that's says. totally what I did. So, wow. sorry, sorry for so all then you went for uh, like, hotel, did you do a- hotel restaurant tourism okay. management, yeah. Spanish cool. minor. You're um, a Spanish minor? Yep. Took me. Oh. Do you apply okay. Espanol? Grande or Paquito? Uh, si, claro. Oh. Um, Who's Carl? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I didn't learn Spanish in school, by the way. I learned Spanish in kitchens. Yes, so kitchen I, um, Spanish. I'm very fluent in kitchen Spanglish. Got it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, so went to Stout. Yeah, I went to Stout. Couldn't get a job for, like, the first year. Couldn't find any. If, if, if you were going to get a bartending job out there, you had to either start as a bouncer, and I was, like. You're a bouncer. You're too, definitely. I was too little and skinny. <laughs> I mean, you have the body and of one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe now. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> With the French fry sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, or you had to be, you know. Yeah. Not, yeah. I didn't meet the criteria to be a bartender in a little college town. So, a friend of mine came back to the dorms one night, and he's like, "Oh my God, the the steakhouse down the street had their entire staff just walked out. Let's go get a job." Wow. It's like, "Oh, okay." And I walked. What in. year were you? Were you freshman sophomore? Uh, that was sophomore. Late. Oh, I was still working at Seattle's while during my freshman year, so I was going back and forth. So oh, dang! Was, you were wow. driving back and forth. Yeah, from, this was my sophomore year then. Holy crap! Did you just like stay out there, or did you just go? Hey, I got. Class oh yeah, I stayed out there. I'd okay. go work for the whole weekend and then come back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, uh, oh, another reason I always used to get arrested, like, for example. <laughs> Perfect. I, it takes 45 minutes to get from Woodbury to Menominee, and I once got from Woodbury to Menominee in 15 minutes. No, that's impossible. Nope. Whoa. How fast are you going? I, the high, the, the highest I, I saw my, uh, speedometer at was like 114. And Your car can go that fast? It was a 91 Cadillac DeVille. Yeah. Wow. And I got tagged at 98 once I saw, you know. I mean, anytime. Whatever. I lost my license for a while. If you're speeding and you get arrested, you know it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It wasn't a ticket. Um, <clears throat> reckless. Um, All right. So you worked at the steakhouse? Oh, yeah. So, yep. yeah, I walk into the steakhouse and there's a guy sitting at the bar and like, hey, I'm Marshall Johnson. He's like, Are you, you, oh, okay, can you start? I'm like, uh, um, uh, yeah, sure. And when worked that night, you know, deep frying, you know, uh, shrimp, you know, breaded shrimp from the bag and uh, making burgers and then doing steaks. And the steaks was their focus. It was like mm-hmm. one of those steakhouses that had a giant painting of Napoleon on the wall and red, like, plush couches in their booths you know it was like very old school yeah um so i worked there for a year i feel like the biggest takeaway i got out of that was knowing how to temp a steak you know Uh i'd have you know 50 steaks on the grill at the same time and you know figured out after a year how to perfectly still got it oh yeah you can still do that yeah um and then they closed yeah no i'm not really good (laughs) They closed, and then I got a job at the Creamery, which is in Downsville, Wisconsin, and that was like uh-huh. a fancy place that yeah. sourced a bunch of stuff from local farmers. And I worked there for five years. And the oh, last, wow. The last year I was there, I was the chef. 
Yeah, What's so. down? I don't know where Downsville is. Sorry. Uh, it's like eight miles south of Menominee. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. Like a little river valley and yeah. Chippewa River. And, um, it was like a smaller restaurant, though, right? Yeah, it was a smaller restaurant, and it was like you know the only place that you would take your parents that paid yeah. your tuition to yeah. eat when <laughs> once a year when they come visit, like when yeah, they graduate yeah. or yeah, 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 yeah. So nice. And what kind of food were you guys doing there? Um, we would go to the farmer's market in the morning, buy a bunch of vegetables we've never seen before, and then go to the restaurant and write a menu and then play around in the kitchen and then put it on the menu that night and see what worked and see what didn't. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. We got our trout from right up the road at Herbie's. We got our chicken from right down the road at a different farm. We went to the meat locker to get our meats and yeah, farmer's market for the veggies and that's where I fell in love with cooking. Wow. How'd you come back to the Twin Cities? I had worked there for a long time. I had, it yeah. had taken me seven years to do school. And, oh, yeah. It's uh, called doctor. No, it's called <laughs> no winter classes, no summer classes, no Friday classes, probably not Monday classes. And if it's a <laughs> Thursday class, it's only food and wine or something that allows me to, like. So you went to class three days a week, basically. Yeah. And then your third day is No more than 12 day. credits. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, in your defense, those other days, you were likely in jail, so. I only got arrested like <laughs> four times in that time. Okay. Five. Mm, yeah, less than ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so you came. What, what, what brought you back? I was just... You know, you just be, being in Menominee, being yeah. in a small college town for seven years, yeah. you have, like, different waves of friends, yeah. you know? Like... It's a transient place. everybody yeah. else only goes for four years. Yeah. So, and by the time I was at my seventh year, and I was just working at that time, Yeah. I was just like... Did you feel old? I yeah. didn't feel old, but I definitely felt aimless. Yeah. Like, I felt depressed, and what the hell am I doing out here? I'm not yeah. doing anything. I'm not working towards anything, so... Mm-hmm. The restaurant closes, or, you know, when it existed, it closed after New Year's Eve and then opened on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And so during that gap, I was just like, I got to go out to the cities and find something. So, so you came back? Came back. What did you find? Uh, Birchwood. Birchwood. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you were there how long? 13 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What was your role there? Uh, chef. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started, I interviewed for a sous chef position, and I interviewed with the chef at the time. He was a, a wiener, and <laughs> I wasn't going to go do a stage. You know, we scheduled the stage for 6 a.m. the following Monday morning, and I went back out to Menominee, and I was like, I'm not going to go. I can't go. Yeah, what? That, no, so, I'm not going to work. But then I was like, also, like, I made a commitment. I said I was going to, so yeah. I should do it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got to do it, you know, so I did it. And I went there and found out that the, the chef had gotten fired the night before. Oh, wow. And then... Um, so who, did anybody even interview you then? Uh, no. I, I just kind of came in that morning and the mm-hmm. owner was like, who are you? I'm like, ah, Marshall, I interviewed for a sous chef. You know, she's like, well, we fired him last night. I'm like, okay, well, does that mean the chef job is open? And then <laughs> I just came back like every day, all summer. <laughs> Worked like 15 hours every day, and then like after the summer, I was just like, I, I'm I'm the chef, right? Like that's <laughs> so you worked like, the whole summer not knowing, <laughs> yeah, just if you had the job or not, or no, I had the job. Oh, okay, I, mean, I was getting paid, but like yeah. as far as title went, yeah. there was no real chef before that. Yeah. It was more of like yeah. a deli salad, yeah, because it was smaller restaurant, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, dang, yeah. 
That's so, a long stint. Yeah, and that's then, a long stint, too. Yeah, that yeah. whole 13 years, I mean, that's you could write a textbook. So we can skip yeah. over all that. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, you created a dynasty there, you know? Created yeah. a great I, I don't know. I, yeah, no, that's I how we met. Yeah. Because you were working there. And then Summer, who was running uh, Urban Roots, were like, hey. And we were just starting our pop-up game. And they're like, hey, uh, we want to do a dinner with uh, Birchwood cafe and i'm like i was starstruck i was like wait what really so mm-hmm. like i've been there i've been there too. they they know they, they do the waffle thing which <laughs> they do the savory waffle mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and so i went and met remember first time i met marshall i was like oh man he's talking to me and he marshall <laughs> just won an award too the year before that year uh uh it was uh uh, frick, what was it? Uh, the, the Outstanding Charlie. Chef. Outstanding Chef for Charlie Award. He right just after won. Tim McKee introduced yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. McKee. Cool. And, and that was the year, year before. Yeah, he won, but then he also just, McKee also just won a James Beard, too. Right. You know, so. that's why that, yeah, you're putting him in. This and thing. so I remember going in, I remember, I'm like, oh my gosh, that guy's a, that guy's a Charlie Award winner. You know? I Nobody at work cared at all. <laughs> like, it was just, like, I don't even, they give you a plate. So after your uh, time at Birchwood, and we probably didn't do like full disclosure, you're working with Ian now, mm-hmm. right? So tell yeah, us, yeah. Why, why don't both of you tell us how that kind of came to be? Well, we've done a bunch of stuff together. We've done a bunch of pop-ups at Birchwood together. We kind of done stuff. I don't know. And then I think you text me. You're like, hey, I'm kind of, you know, moving forward here, you know, with Birchwood. And I was like, let's go grab a beer. And then, so your buddy Ted, too, runs one of my favorite Oh, can I call it dive bar? The Nook? Yeah. Oh. Dive bar? Uh, I don't know so, if it's so much a dive bar. I think it's more of like a family yeah. like casual bar. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, the Nook. He runs the Nook, and yeah, I, yeah. I'm a huge fan yeah. of the Nook. You know, Their wings are incredible. And then, you know, they have Shamrock. Ted's got Shamrock and stuff. Yep. So you're like, let's go meet up with Shamrock. Huh? Like, what was so I like? knew he was opening V-Nai for a while, like before that, mm-hmm. before everything went down at Birchwood with me. And... I was like too nervous to ask him, like, "Hey, do you need a GM?" Like, yeah, because I've, you know, I was there for so long. I, I never, never knew that. Yeah, I never told you that. Why didn't you tell me that? I don't know. Oh, I, here uh, we are, confessional. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, I felt like I could never, like, having worked there for thirteen years, I couldn't just go work for some douchebag restaurant owner, just yeah. do a normal restaurant job or whatever. Like I, I was looking at getting out of restaurants or being attached in some way, but couldn't really figure that out mm-hmm. i mean i i literally googled how do you how do you change <laughs> careers at 40 you know i literally that's the this, word this for word before, that's in my search this history. is for like only back fans to school for seven this years is for, for only fans got big so right. yeah okay. you know okay. <laughs> um, uh but yeah we went on and had a beer and i was like i don't know what i'm doing and then he he said because i figured you know everybody's probably you know asking him he's do you probably have a got that covered yeah. you know oh. And, so uh, how, what? Why didn't you have it covered at the time? Because I think that even now, still, I'm still trying to figure this out. I mean, yeah. like you know, and even me, me, you know, even Marshall and I, like today, we just had a big meeting today, you know. So we're just still trying to figure out. I think, I think that sometimes, uh, for, for me, it was we, at the end of the day, like this whole thing started. Like when you're by yourself and you, you you're dragging around a yakitori grill mm-hmm. and you're just grilling at these events by yourself. The only decision maker is you. Right. It's in your brain. It's like, oh, you know, when somebody email goes, hey, we, or some from some bar and it's like, hey, can we, uh, you want to set up 
behind our our place here mm -hmm. sure okay cool you know so there's no like oh how what's a system that we can create so that we can you know streamline this like mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't even know what that stuff meant you know so i everything was just me and then you know like one other fr or two friends and you know at that time was chris chris you know cousin chris and we were just like oh, we're, we'll go to the next one mm -hmm. we'll go I to the know next you guys one. are cousins yeah 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 my um my mom and his dad our brothers and sisters so we just kind of went next one you know even like when we did our first pop-up over there i had no idea i was like oh my gosh this is like the first time we're using like a walk-in that works you know you couldn't tell from my point of view like i was like you guys got all this stuff locked down every every time you had somebody with you they were like always on point super professional i mean i remember like immediately admiring chris for his like demeanor and yeah you know chris has never cooked professionally before uh, you yeah. would not be able to tell yeah mm. at that point anyways you know and mm. so we were so we were really just kind of like like i i mean the when we were still doing like when we did our first pop-up with you guys like we would either prep under a 10 10 by 10 tent behind chris's parents house or in my brother's garage you know half the stuff like we everything was split up into thirds, like third of our I don't stuff. Know. I think that makes you a more talented cook then too. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I, I would always feel very embarrassed when you know. I mean, I've told you this, but I've always felt embarrassed when people are like, "Oh, hey, you're like blah blah blah, you're a chef," and I'm like, "I don't know, I'm calling a chef." <laughs> like you know, like I have a Vitamix in the back of my Rav Four that's dying. <laughs> I you know, <laughs> I think that's cooler than being a <laughs> you know whatever. And, and so I never like I never I didn't even know what a GM did. You know, I really yeah. didn't. You know. Because I remember at the time Jimmy was working, and I'm like, "Wait, he's a GM. You're the wait. How does this work? You know?" And so, uh, and so when we we had that conversation, Shamrock, I was just like, "Hey, man, like I don't really know what I'm doing, but I want someone who has a who's a veteran, you yeah. know, who knows who's like run restaurants." And why why did you want to do like a, a GM? So you 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 were chef at Birchwood. Well, no. You've been cooking. What 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 made you say? Do you have a GM instead of just... Well, my role at Birchwood evolved over time, right. and I was way more than... Yeah. I mean, I did different things than just a chef. I mean, we were forming yeah. a partnership with the Farmers Union, opened a new restaurant. I, I, I feel that I'm a good cook, but I'm also good with um, yep. systems and uh, culture mm -hmm. stuff and, you know, hiring the right people and mm -hmm. shaping, you know, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And that usually falls... I mean, honestly, most restaurants don't focus on culture and, yeah. you know, growing leadership and blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's definitely, that was our focus there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Birchwood stood out in that. Mm -hmm. um, so I felt like that was more of a, like, I, I wasn't, I didn't imagine myself being a 55-year-old that's still, like, every Slinging day going it on the line. And, and yeah. doing yeah. eggs, you know. Right. I've known those people, and they can't use their arms anymore, and they're mm -hmm. addicted to hydrocodone, and mm -hmm. they still make. 42,000 a year, you right. know, like, yeah, there's a progression. I didn't know mm -hmm. what my progression was. Mm -hmm. I guess my whole point is I didn't want to like reach a plateau where I couldn't like do more. Yeah. You know, that's what got me involved in cooking in the first place is the realization that yeah. cooking is infinite. There's always mm -hmm. room to grow. You're never a master at anything. Mm -hmm. There's always something to grow and learn. And I also, so also think that was, that was, that yeah. was an avenue for it. Yeah. Like, I also think too that, and GM is like, I don't, I don't even, I will never work as a GM. Yeah, like quote, we, unquote. Yeah. The word comes out because that's yeah. kind of what you associate with, yeah. like, you know, things so, about running so, a restaurant. But. So just to give a perspective of what, you know, what Marshall does for us is we just we just call it director of operation. Mm -hmm. So any kind of operation. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, 
he's the day-to-day you know like like kind of like okay um we have this hot sauce line we want to run he helps create a system for that okay we have you know like hiring process okay mm-hmm. you know like you know um just even like conflict resolution has a process that you know the growth plan which i think that is a you know is a really incredible thing that not a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. have when people come in Say hey, we want to put you on a growth plan. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. just like, there's your spot. Go cook like like for yeah. example, your first yeah. cooking job at the steakhouse. It was like, hey, uh, you you want to work tonight? Let's go. You know. Yeah, and that's you know that's something that's changing in the industry yep. for sure. You know, I credit uh, Growing Edge Facilitation yep. as being like the yep. thing that propelled me into thinking how you change about, um, changing the way that you run a restaurant and how mm-hmm. you work with people and uh, how you mm-hmm. deal with relationships mm-hmm. and personal growth, personal mastery, all that kind of thing. Definitely value my training with them. And there are other restaurants that are, you know, moving that direction. Yep. You know, Alex Roberts. Uh, yeah, and, I was going to say. Alma Brasa you know, Group. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do a great I job. I mean, and a whole bunch of other ones are getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate, like, guys like Tim Nivers, you know. Yeah. And with, yep. you know, with their That's organizations. Great. You know, we've had them on the, sh- on the show. We have Alex on the show. Yeah. Yeah, and those systems, there's, like, it's, yeah. What, yeah. um, what... Is that going to like in in um, in V? Is that going to be your role of V in the upcoming restaurant, director of operations? Yeah, or, uh, yeah, we're still working through that. I mean, the okay. idea was that I would be opening in a GM like role. Yeah, you know, um, restaurant director or something like oh. that for then, a certain amount of time, and then train somebody into that role, yeah. and then you know, it's um, it's kind of a weird balance because it's like mm-hmm. we want to know what the role is, so like. With Marshall being there, he's going to figure out here is the job description and then finding somebody to replace that, like, then yeah. you'll, then you'll like, have like the kind of write the description as, as you goes. go. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> one of the that's things I'm really my mode. Yeah. For sure. It's like, I'm going to go try it. Figure out how, what, figure out what you're going to do mm-hmm. and then figure out how to do it. Yeah. And write it down, write everything down mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then teach, mm-hmm. teach somebody. Yeah. Don't, don't carry that knowledge with you. Mm-hmm. The 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 surest sign of really poor leadership in any organization is if you leave abruptly nobody knows how to run it yeah. mm-hmm. like it means you were not doing your job as a leader mm-hmm. you were not teaching people coaching people and sharing leadership yep yeah. sharing knowledge and yeah. yep. transferring that yep and that's very important within our industry too because so one of the things i've, I've thought about a lot is i think a lot of times people look at the food industry the service industry is just like Oh, that's kind of like the stepping stone to like your real job somewhere. Or that's, you know, that's like you just kind of do that. And I think that there's a part in the restaurant world where we've, we started believing that false narrative where we're like, yeah, well, you know, it's like a, it's a turn and burn kind of situation. But, but if we set the standards and said, no, like you can actually come here, work here, have a great life, have a, you know, have a great healthcare program, have a great, have great insurance, have great savings, you know, and being able to do that. I mean, that takes time. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, I think one of the things we always talk about is, you know, like, um, I mean, I don't know, I'll just throw out the word like fair wage, you know, you mm-hmm. know, like, what does that look like? Like, or, you know, we always talk about true cost menu, yeah. true cost of menu, mm-hmm. you know, where true cost of food and service. Yes, yeah. When people are like, oh, this burger now is 15 bucks. I can't believe it. Why is it $15? Right. You know, and being able to break that down and talk, talk through that, you know, I mean, I think that I think this is one thing Marshall has really taught me, mm-hmm. you know, like to say, hey, like, we have to account for this, you know. Do you feel like consumers, at least in the Twin Cities, are ready for that? Do you feel, do you they still just get a lot to, of pushback? They, just, they, they need some, uh, 
they need more information. Yeah. You know, like, so the initial gut response of somebody seeing a service charge or yeah. hospital included pricing yeah. of an $18 cheeseburger will be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. But generally you find that if you have a simple conversation with somebody and you're able to communicate, like, what all goes into all of that. Yeah. I mean, most people are reasonable and, mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's that's good for me to know. I, you know, I've had whose, conversations. Um, responsibility though is that to give that information out because that feels like a lot for a restaurant. It is to a do. lot. You yeah, know, it's what hard. I mean? like, it's super hard. Is that like and you food get it writers or food bloggers? What about influencers? I wish food writers I mean, would be food? more active yeah. in talking about that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Stephanie March has gonna done a good job mm-hmm. with it, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think kind of getting there. But uh, yeah. I think food writers. I mean, I hesitate to say this. Because who am I to say what somebody else should do? Yeah. But I, I think it would be, you know, a lot of food writers, especially in Minnesota, have taken on this role of advocacy for restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be an avenue for them to really step up and help, mm-hmm. like, communicate to the yeah. public about, yeah. like, yeah, what does it really mean to tip somebody? What does it really mean to have pay and equity? Mm-hmm. What is it? What is the purpose for tipping? Mm-hmm. Why do you feel the need to tip? And do mm-hmm. you know where your tip goes? I mean, mm-hmm. we did a survey yep. you know, back when, like, we surveyed everybody that came in and left, uh, you know, a number on the tip line. Like, where one of the questions was like, "Where do you think this money goes?" And mm-hmm. you know, overwhelming belief was that it goes to the whole staff. Yeah, yeah. You know? which and, is true. Yeah, you know, not a lot of people mm-hmm. know that if you go in and get a, say, you get a two hundred dollar takeout order for mm-hmm. a family of six, and you leave, you know, thirty, forty bucks, whatever, that goes to the person that grabbed your bag and put it in your hand. Mm-hmm. The yeah. just that person yeah. mm-hmm. had nothing. That money no did not process. go to yep. any other the person cooks, that yeah. had any Im, like involvement. With Who actually order did it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, legally, legally, you know, you know, that's where that money goes. Yeah, to. legally. Yeah. So you know, I remember, I recall being at a bar one night and ordering. You know, probably like it was just by myself. It was like probably forty dollars worth of food and mm-hmm. like two drinks, and the bill was kind of high. And the the entire time, the bartender was friendly. Yeah, you know, personable, great. Also leaning against, leaning against the cooler and looking at his phone, and all the food, every dish was run by you know some short, non-white, like mm-hmm. sweaty person working their ass off, bringing me the food, giving me silverware, doing mm-hmm. all that stuff while the bartender wasn't working. When I left the tip, yeah, I mean, I wanted to ask like, do they get the tip or mm-hmm. do you share the tip? You mm-hmm. know, and like, no, that, yeah. and so that that like handsome, long-haired man bun white dude. <laughs> Makes <laughs> fifty bucks an hour, and I know right. that cook was making maybe if they're lucky fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah. And no matter what all your arguments are about tipping and not tipping and blah 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 and all the ins and outs of whatever, mm-hmm. just that glaring fact, or you know, and that's one example, obviously, and there's other variables, of course, but like that's a common example. If people are like, listening to this and they don't like that. Are you telling him not to tip, or what are you telling him to advocate? Are you telling him to advocate for change in this way? What do you think? Just be aware of it. What could the average person do? Be aware of it enough. If you're going out to eat, you are active in the restaurant industry, and if you're active in the restaurant industry, Mm -hmm. you should know how you're spending your money and where it goes. What do you mean legally? Is there any legislation that needs to happen? Does policy need to change? Yeah, that's not going to happen. The NRA has been trying to get that happening for like since the '80s, getting national credit. Restaurant Association, not yeah. National, Rifle. The National yeah, Rifle. Not the, not the gun psychos. <laughs> I was like, oh, I knew it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that's so, not gonna happen. So, it's legal property. If, so if can, if if I give if you give me a plate of food, but you're the server, mm-hmm. or if you rang up the food and other people gave it to me, but your name is on the ticket. If I have a wad of cash that I want to give somebody mm-hmm. and it goes into your hand or on the ticket that mm-hmm. your name is on, it legally belongs to you, and no, nobody is legally allowed to tell you how to share that money or suggest how to share that money or do anything else. So that's why there's some some servers mm-hmm. in restaurants they tip out. The yep, back. a lot of servers you know? are great, and you know they and that has to be done by the servers. Like they all like sign a paper saying, "Hey, this is our choice." We are, you know, like that. It wasn't management. It wasn't ownership yeah. that made me do this. But even then, yeah. if one server disagrees with that yep. or doesn't want to do it, thing, then yep. the whole thing falls apart. Yep. And the restaurant allowed. owner is in a huge, yep. like everything about that is huge liability. Yep. For, but the owner is allowed to, well, for instance, aren't you guys going to do no tip? Yes. Yeah. And you're going to do a service charge that then gets distributed to the entire staff? Well, I, I, I hesitate to call it a service charge because okay. I think yeah. that's one of those loaded terms, right. too. What, what would you but, call it? Uh, like, we're know, still trying to like, work yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, just like with any word, any word that's been used mm-hmm. before, everybody has their preconceived notions yeah. of mm-hmm. what that word means or have something in their past that influences what they think it is mm-hmm. before you even have a chance to say what it is or explain why it's there hospitality eh, something i don't know that's an so, overused word too but you're le- you're legally allowed to do that yeah i mean okay yeah you're legally allowed to so why do you think more restaurants don't they are they are they're moving to it yeah now the confusion comes and this is kind of what the question i wanted to ask you the confusion comes is there's a quote-unquote service charge right let's just say 18 percent service charge and i've had many friends who have gone to restaurants and they'll even text me <laughs> yeah. in the middle of it and be yeah. like hey uh, we went to so and so, and there's a service charge. And do I still tip? There's a tip line. Yeah. Do I still tip? Oh, that's a weird okay. thing too. Yeah. So like, I've been know. in this situation, and I to me it feels like I I'm think that super, clouds the yeah, communication. Absolutely. Yep. I'm happy that they're doing that. I just think that they should remove any possibility, and they should communicate it clearly. Like yeah. I love it when a restaurant says, "Don't tip. This is what we do," yep. and you're like, "Oh, cool," and it goes to our whole staff, and yeah. you're like, "Oh, that's great." Like I mm-hmm. feel. I know I don't blink it twice when I get the check yep. and it's a little higher than I thought or something because I'm like I'm happy. The, that's the most common you know? response, to, you know, like hey, why do you have a tip line but yeah. also do a service charge? By somebody will say, well, we we want people to have the ability to tip on top of that if they feel so inclined, and that sure on the face value of that that sounds great. Mm-hmm. I think it puts the diner in a awkward spot. It's an awkward the customer spot. experience you is know, bad. One because you feel. You know, yeah. You don't like, feel generous. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I don't do this, yeah. does anybody know me? Am I a restaurant person? Right. Would there be a reputation? You know, like there's all these things. and, and Probably and, there's a picture of you in the back. Well, they just that I don't appreciate. The expectation it's, is, and, it, like, and it just clouds the whole idea of why is there a service charge in the first place. Yep. Yep. Then why would you just go tip line, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you know what? I fully agree. Yeah, I think the tip line should be gotten rid of. And mm-hmm. if you're really that inclined to give somebody, if drop you really, cash. If you need for yourself to feel mm-hmm. good about giving yeah. somebody money because yeah. they smiled yeah. and gave you a dish that you liked, uh, give drop them, cash. Give them a fucking twenty dollar bill. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you don't need a you don't need yeah. to give yeah. that in front of every single person. Mm-hmm. No. I agree. I'm I agree. animated with this, and I'm I'm passionate about it, and I'm sure I'm pissing a bunch of people off, um, but. No, but, it's great. But I, I think that was the conversation. Like, you know, us, we've had that conversation, too, where it's like there are front-of-the-house people that are making 50 to $60 an hour. Yeah, and well, that's great. Well, yeah, that is that's good. great. It is yeah, a good thing. That we're not, 
knocking on that, you know? but then it's like we have to bring balance to yeah. how, how about the kids a, in the back? And a common response to that mm-hmm. argument is, well, if you're a restaurant owner and you can't afford to pay mm-hmm. your yep. kitchen a living wage, yeah. then you shouldn't be owning a business. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's do you want not, your burger to be thirty five bucks? Yeah, exactly. You know? It's not that it's not that simple. Yeah. I mean, you're already running on if you're lucky, five percent profit margin. Yeah. And that's just the cover of a roof in three years of saving yeah. up, you know, like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I was gonna say we have we, these quick fire questions we want to ask you. Oh, okay. but before we before we go though. Here, like, so when you come to the state fair, mm-hmm. what what is your route you take when it mm. comes to food? Well, I come to work, That's a good so one. I go on the gate, and then I come here, and I work. No, tell people, Anyways, tell people the right um, route. When you come on your day off. Yeah, yeah. Sweet Martha's, obviously. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, huh. It okay. It completely varies. This isn't quick fire. You want no, no, it's not qu- no, no, no. It's not quick fire. Uh, it completely depends on who I'm with. Okay, if I'm by myself, if I'm on a date, if I'm with my kids. Would you say this is a great date with, place to bring a date here? Yeah, if you can't oh. have a good date here, you shouldn't date. You should go be alone. <laughs> I'm putting that up. That's the Marshall quote. Oh man! If you can't bring a, you don't there's have a good music. The- there's food. There's beverages. There's crap art. <laughs> there's <laughs> cows. I mean, if you can't figure out like yeah. like something to this bond cannot, with a human over, oh, I'm, I'm going to quote here, that. You shouldn't be allowed to be with yeah. a person. We should have had him on our dating episode. Yeah, we should have had him. Oh, episode. I got him good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so it depends on who I'm with. Okay. Uh, when I'm with my kids on my yeah. days off, I'm going to bring them on all my days off. I think I'm going to come here and grab a wagon and go Just to the midway. And um, do they make wagons like for adults like that? Can uh, we do that? Uh, we can, have giant. Can I sit in the wagon? You uh, pull we have me? giant wagons from. Can Northern I sit in the giant? And, and you pull big. me? Yeah, you can fit. But can you pull me around? Um, no. Give oh. us, give us an adult route. You're, you're on a. Um, let's not say a date. Say you come with a friend. Well, we each have a flask, and yep. so we go get a lemonade. Um, <laughs> to dump. Yeah. <laughs> three quarters of it out and refill. Um. Kidding ratio is that crazy? Um, no, I don't know. I go to Taco King and get tacos. I go to Mid uh, um, Midway Men's Club as the best burgers at the fair. That is yeah. my go-to for sure. It also is the cheapest beer. Um, I always come by to say hi here and check in on people who are working. Um, I'll, I know Daniel Gear. I know the Mancini's, I know Giggles, I'll go say hi to them, I'll go up to Lulu's, because usually that's where my parents will be hanging out. Lululemon? Did uh, you get the yoga pants? Mm-hmm. Yep, Never mind. that's okay. what he meant. Say what now? Yeah. <laughs> somebody, wait, somebody just asked me about that today. <laughs> Lululemon? Yeah, a, a girl it's, that works here, Ella, she works oh. at a place called Athleta. Yeah. Oh. It's like and the they Lululemon. sell Lululemon to Karen's. Well, oh. no, I, th- I mean, they, they, they're like, yeah, well, anyways, whatever. I don't know why I know this yeah, stuff. I, I shouldn't I buy, I buy Target. Target tights? Like, Tar- is Target that what? stuff for the kids. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what kind of yoga pants I'm do you I'm, like, I'm like, you buy yoga pants at Target? <laughs> I go around, do whatever. You know, uh, I usually <laughs> yeah. play off of whoever I'm with. What do you want to mm-hmm, do? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to do this? I know the best place. Let's go. You right. know, like, whatever. Man, what a great date. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could go on a date with you. Um, and then fair. at night, too, I know when the, there's an Eagles cover band at the International mm-hmm. Bazaar yeah, that yeah, plays yeah. for two nights yeah. that are fucking awesome. 
I know the the entire schedule for the free stage at Liney's, and yeah. I know what time to get there to get a good spot. I always go okay. to a couple grandstand shows. Okay. So, so can I really quick, if you brought a date here, where would you go? Um, kind of the same thing? Like Pronto you do Pups? No, Pronto Pups. I mean, Sweet Martha's? No. <laughs> do you go see the animals? A pig yeah, you know born? what? Yeah. Okay, yeah, of birth course. Do that. Yeah. Um, what else? Not the birth building. Do you do the cheese? I go. Thing? I go to the birth building because they have the best family restrooms. Oh, oh that's yeah, a good idea. So yeah. if you have a kid that needs a diaper change, yeah. oh, okay. they or an adult, they are way on more mm-hmm. on top of cleaning their bathrooms yeah. there and making oh. sure. And then every bathroom, like you can wheel a stroller in. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a dude oh. pissing next to you, you know. <laughs> so that's if that's you have an adult there. in a wagon that has yeah. a diaper. <laughs> that's the place to go to. Right? I'll bring you to the car <laughs> barn. Oh, <laughs> uh, awesome. Let's ask um, him the quick fire questions. Yeah, quick fire questions. So Ready? Just, just respond however, just whatever comes to your mind. Ready? Okay. Ready? Here we go. Quick fire question. First one, what did mom and dad do? My dad worked at Republic and then Northwest Airlines, and my mom was wow. a real estate agent and then worked in grocery store delis since then and up till now. Cool. What's your go-to album? Nelson Schmilson by Harry Nelson. Good. Favorite country you visited? Colombia. Oh, you've been Definitely. to Colombia? Yeah. I've seen Narcos. I've also... Oh. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> that's, like the, that's like... Yeah, that's like a crab answer. Okay. Honestly, though, I say that because when I watched that show, I was like, I want to go there. That looks beautiful. Colombia has the most amazing people I've ever met, and the food and everything about it is absolutely incredible. I also did go to India, and I really want to go to India big time again. Um, yeah. India's, but the most fun... Where did you go in had, India? Uh, flew into <clears throat> Delhi, stayed in Gurugan, went up to uh, Manali and Shimla, went down to Agra, went to so Taj Mahal. Like, and yeah, this we, is where you were um, like soul searching Mumbai. A bit? No, it was the first outside of the country place oh. I had ever been to in my life, actually. Yeah, that was his, his uh, it was Eat, Pray, Love trip. That uh, spurred my love of traveling, yeah. Nice. 2001. All right. Um, okay, next quick fire question. Are you ready? What do you like most about living in the Twin Cities? I said I wasn't ready. <laughs> what do I like most about living in the Twin Cities? The trees are nice. Oh. Yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. Okay. If you weren't doing uh, what you're doing right now, what would you be doing? Let's say if you weren't in the restaurant industry, yeah. what would you Oh, do? you mean then? Yeah, that like way. I was going to be like, if you weren't here right now, I'd be stocking cups right. and rotating straws. And sweeping up. Okay, if you weren't working in the restaurant industry, where would you be doing? Teaching or driving a cab or Mm -hmm. working at a record store. That's my dream job. Mm. Like if I had enough money Mm -hmm. to like actually like live a life. And just work at a record store? I would work in a record store and I would listen to music all day, Mm. be stoned, hang out, (laughs) just... Listen to yeah that that that's a dream job. Cool record store. What's a lesson you wish you learned earlier in life? I think there should be a course in every high school that tells you teaches you how to use a credit card, how to get a loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives you an example of how much things like toilet paper costs when you're an adult and your parent doesn't pay for it anymore. Mm-hmm. Or money like personal money finance. Yeah, personal yeah. finance. Yeah, yeah, that should be taught. That's a mm-hmm. life skill that's absolutely necessary to credit survive. score stuff. Yeah. 
Like you, you don't learn anything own, about yeah. that until some douchebag from a frat yeah. talks to you into getting a Discover card in exchange for a stupid fucking T-shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're 40 Tropicana. Grand in debt. Mine was Tropicana. Yeah, and you're forty grand. <laughs> Is that yeah. what you said? Well, no. Okay, so my <laughs> second trip to Vegas, yeah. I got this Discover card, and I just got it. I'm like, oh, I didn't bring any cash. I should just like cash advance this, and it's like forty-eight yeah. percent like interest or some <laughs> shit, you know, and. Yeah, <laughs> this is also therapy Vegas, for Marshall. Woo. This is also therapy no, this for is Mar- reflection. My yeah. kids are gonna know about this shit because I'm gonna make sure that they know about this shit. Yeah, I absolutely. didn't know about it. Okay, ready? Sunrise or sunset? Mm. Sunrise over the lake. Mm. Good. But you by yourself or with someone else? Always better to be with somebody else. What would be your last meal? Ooh. Do you ask everybody this? Yeah. yeah. That's one, you, you ever read that book? Mm-hmm. Your last they, meal. A bunch of chefs like, all oh, say yeah, what their yeah, last yeah. meal is. Yeah. Oh. It's interesting. It's a I also, book, right? I used to read this website mm-hmm. that's now defunct and not yeah. up to date that would list the last meal of and all the, and the crime roll? that they did and death their roll? last yeah. words of people that got executed. Yeah. Dang. It was really interesting. And wow, dark. what a website. Yeah. yeah. So what's your last meal? I don't know. If I was, like, starving in the desert, it'd probably be a lizard or something. No, I mean, like, your no, last just, meal. Like, no. you're just last meal. Just don't try to be you're on death unique. Mm, I don't know. Bacon cheeseburger. From anywhere special? Skinny fries. Anywhere um, special? The Nook. The Nook. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Last one. Okay. Favorite chain restaurant? Culver's. Yeah, mm. What's your order? The butter, bacon, bacon cheese. Double, Single, double, butter. triple? Yeah, double for sure. Did you know you can get a triple? I did not. Yeah. Wow. That's, all, that's, almost, that's like eating like a, a pound and a half meatball, though. It's <laughs> not a pound and a half. It's only like three-fourths of a well, pound. You know what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> I would get a shake. Get the shakes after. <laughs> Onion rings and fries. Okay. Mm. I usually go the salad. And then also a little fish sandwich and some chicken tenders. Do they also have the pork chop sandwich there? I'm not into it. <laughs> Never, bad. yeah, I don't know. The fried pork chuck sandwich. I, I discovered because my buddy Swan told me about it, and, I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I tried it. And I'm like, oh yeah. wait, no, I, t- I take all of this back. Okay, uh oh, it would be breakfast. It'd be like eggs, mm. where bacon, sausage. I'd make it. Oh, you're talking last meal. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Dude, I'd we're make talking about an awesome breakfast. We're a favorite. We're a we're, favorite chain restaurant. Yeah, now. we passed that one already. Oh. So you said also, Culver's. yeah, sausage. Culver's, Culver's it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. Culver's doesn't have breakfast. Yeah, it's yeah. a pity. Yeah, yeah. It is. imagine Culver's did. Dang! Oh my god! Yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Everybody, yeah, thank if you. People want to come by. Remember, when you walk in the front gate, it's right on your right, sixteen thirty. Right past the, the building, building says Minis- it says Farmers Union and big red letters. You can't miss it. Stop yeah. by. Yep. You get your what coffee. You? Get your BLT. What else you got here? With egg. What's the menu here? It's cucumber, a cu- jalapeno, lime, jalapeno, coffees, oh, okay. frappes. Oh, perfect. Well, oh, cool. stop by. Marshall will be the guy in the French fry T-shirt. Yes. No. Thanks for coming on, man. Oh yeah. Okay. Everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of the White on Rice podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. You can find us online at whiteonricepodcast.com and across social media at White on Rice Pod. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.